It's time for a session of peering down the stethoscope to see science and fact sorted from suspicion and myth. Ain't it the truth? Real situations and ideas solved by paediatric emergency nurse and author Sarah Hunstead. Ice, butter, egg white or honey. There is a supermarket full of advice out there for how to treat burns. In Australia, children under four years of age are at the highest risk of burns injury. With over 12,000 Australian children hospitalised because of burns over a four-year period. I'm Sarah Hunstead. Listen on while we debunk the old wives' tales and find out what you need to do in a burns emergency. I don't know about you, but in my family, my grandmother always used to swear about putting strawberry jam on burns. I know that sounds a little bit odd. But there are so many wives' tales out there. Certainly for my grandmother's generation, it was butter, strawberry jam, even the tomato sauce out of the fridge in the 1950s. But none of that is actually going to help a burn. These days, there's a lot of talk about egg white or even manuka honey to put on a burn. However, putting anything on a burn is not advisable at all. But before we even go to what you need to do, Why don't we talk about preventing burns, especially in kids, in the first place? When it comes to children, prevention is always better than cure. In comparison to kids, you and I are leathery old crocodiles in comparison to them. We've got that skin that's been exposed to the elements and the sun, and we can withstand higher temperatures than what they can. Their skin is pristine, so they will burn at lower temperatures in a shorter amount of time than you or I will. The most common causes of burns in young children are from hot water. We're talking cups of tea, bowls of noodles, hot soup, those liquids that pour onto the skin and cause nasty, nasty burns. Other causes of burns in children can be hands onto heaters, hands reaching up onto barbecues to take that other sausage when they're still hungry or even hair straighteners. I don't know about you, but I have that habit of when I'm straightening my hair of leaving those 280 degree hot tongs on the edge of the bathroom sink with that lovely long cord that your little baby that can then crawl up to and tug on and immediately end up with a really nasty hand burn. How do we prevent this? Gate off your kitchen if you can. Turn in those pot handles so your child can't reach up and pull that hot pan of peas over the top of them. Keep the hair straighteners out of reach and be really careful and test the food, particularly that hot soup, before you give it to your child. We all need coffee. I completely understand. When you've got little kids, you need the caffeine to keep you going. Don't stop drinking the coffee, but make sure that you always keep it out of reach. Accidents can happen. Even though we can try our very, very best to prevent burns in kids, sometimes an accident will happen. So what are you going to do? First of all, if your child has pulled down that hot cup of coffee onto themselves, you need to remove their clothes. Take off the onesie or whatever it is that they're wearing unless it is stuck to the skin. If the clothing is stuck to the skin, and this isn't usually from hot water burns, this could be from a fire or perhaps a barbecue, you're going to leave the clothes on and cool over the top. However, in the case of this hot cup of coffee, you're going to remove the clothes and the nappy. If you leave your child's nappy on, 
what will happen is, is those crystals in the nappy are designed to actually absorb liquid and heat and they retain heat. So your child can actually end up with awful genital burns. So make sure, even if you're not sure if that hot cup of coffee has gone down into their nappy, take it off anyway. If they've got jewellery on, even a little bracelet or something like that, remove that too because burns will cause swelling. The next thing we need to do is cool that burn. I apologise if you're a vegetarian because the analogy I'm about to use isn't really that nice, but it's the best way to describe what actually happens with a burn. You know when you cook a steak or a piece of meat, you cook it and then you take it off the stove and you let it rest and it continues to cook. We're the same. When we're burned, that burn continues to get deeper and larger, even after the heat source is removed. So it's our responsibility to cool that burn to stop the burning or cooking process. You're going to take your child and put their burned areas under cool, running tap water for a minimum of 20 minutes. And that feels like an eternity in a screaming toddler. It may as well be eight hours. And it will be horrible because your child is not going to like it. But you need to do this because this is what can mean the difference between a severe burn needing operation after operation or a burn that needs addressing and heals beautifully without scarring. The important thing to remember while you're cooling this burn on your child is that you need to keep their unburned areas warm. So if they pull that hot cup of coffee over themselves and it's down their chest, why not cuddle them, keep them nice and warm with your body heat and step into the shower? Have that cool water going over their chest while you keep them nice and warm. Another important thing to remember is that you need to get help. If this is a burn that is over their face, it's over their neck or their chest, it's a large burn or they're in such severe pain that you can't safely transport them to hospital or you can't put them in their car seat, then you need to call triple zero. You need the help of those paramedics coming over to you. And the good thing is that they will stay with you and give your child pain relief before they transport you to hospital. What about if your child has a relatively minor burn? You still need to seek medical help if the skin is broken or blistered. After that 20 minutes of cool running tap water, don't put any lotions or butter or dressings of any kind over the top. The problem with that is your doctor needs to be able to see the burn. And if you've put creams and lotions over the top, they're going to have to scrub those off to have a look, which would be very, very painful for your child. When you head off to your GP to seek help for a minor burn, a good tip is to just put some cling film over the top, just the normal cling wrap that you might put over a salad bowl. That protects the burn, stops the air getting to it, which helps with the pain. Burns that are left exposed to the air can be quite painful. An important thing to note when you put cling film over the top is don't put it on too tight. Just rest it loosely on top just to stop the contact with the air. Give your child some analgesia, some paracetamol or some ibuprofen. It's important to give them pain relief because minor burns can be very, very painful. What if you get burnt? I know when I'm cooking, I might touch my arm on the oven and I'm busy. I've got dinner to get ready for everyone else and I might wave it under the tap for 30 seconds. However, you need to take care of yourself too. 
that may mean calling out for takeaway because you're going to need to put your burn under that tap for 20 minutes as well. 20 minutes can seem like an eternity, but that's how long it's going to take to stop that burning process. If it's just your finger or a hand that's burned, can you put it in a bucket of water? Well, yes, you can. However, you're going to need to keep refreshing that water that's in that bucket or glass because it will heat up from the heat from the burn and your body heat. Don't be tempted to put ice on a burn either. Ice is too cold. What it does, it can cause cold burns. And not only that, it can inhibit the healing process. In my CPR Kids first aid classes, we talk about burns and what to do. I was contacted by a mum whose daughter had been severely burned. She knocked a freshly brewed cup of coffee off a mantelpiece directly over her chest and her tummy. Mum knew what to do. She immediately took her daughter, ran into the bathroom, got the hose out of the bath, and for 20 minutes, hosed cool, running tap water over her burn. She called an ambulance. Ambos came and stayed with her, cooled the burn until it was time to go to hospital. When she got to hospital, the burn surgeon saw her. They prepped the family, saying that the burn was quite severe and that it was likely that she was going to need multiple skin grafting operations. Her burns actually covered 20% of her body, which is really significant in a small child. Three days later, she was discharged home. No operations needed. Two months later, she is healed without a scar. The burn surgeon said to mum that it was her first aid and her quick thinking of getting her clothes off and getting her into that bath and cooling the burned area that saved her skin. Do you have a question you want answered? No myth is too silly or question too ridiculous. Email us, podcast at babyology.com.au. Ain't that the truth? Research and host, Sarah Hunstead. Production, Chloe McKenzie. Executive producer, Tim Ritchie. Ain't That the Truth is a Babyology podcast.